Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. I hope you guys enjoyed our last episode, which based on some of the comments we've been receiving, you guys did. And just kind of jumping off from that topic, Pastor Tom, we're we're going right in it. Last week, for those who are listening right now, last week we had talked about being made in the image and likeness of God and just in a place of leadership, how that in turn, what it looks like. And I know last week we had spoke about how made in the image and likeness of God, that kind of entails being servant leaders and whatnot, and that we're actually given a God-given dominion to take to take dominion over the things on this earth, but that doesn't pertain to people, of yes. course. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of put it in a practical sense, since what would you say or how would you describe dominion in God's plan, like the original plan, right? Like mm. how... How is that supposed to work in our everyday life now? The word dominion actually was found in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. And that word dominion actually means uh, mastership, rulership, stewardship, and leadership. And it's the way God designed it. You know, the, 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 the essence of what God designed in His system and how things are to work. So if you look at uh, that particular verse again, you know, Genesis chapter 1, verses, um, verses 20 to 28, if you have time, you can read it in mm. New King James Version. You will find that God said that man was to have dominion over all things that are created, that, that swims, that flies, <laughs> that, um, that walks. Takes, yeah, takes walks and takes root, Mm-hmm. in the ground and creeps. Yes. So creeps is actually creeping animals are on fours. So basically what that really means is anyone and everyone created in the image and likeness of God is off limits. Mm. That means human beings are off limits. You know, so when you say off limits, like people ask me, what do you mean by off limits? I mean, you are to not to go out there and dominate human beings. People, yeah. Yeah, so that it's leaves good. the question then what, what, Dominion is, I, I gave you the example, yeah. dominion is leadership. So what is leadership, you know, in, in terms of the system God has created? Yeah. The, the leadership is is actually, the way God created things is that whatever he created to do, he already gave them the things, he already equipped them with. You know, he came with, uh, for they're instance. They're like built in. Yeah, they're built mm. in. For instance, a bird has flight built in. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um it doesn't go to school you know, <laughs> to learn how to fly. fly. Flying school. Yeah. And then, you know, like fish, they just know how to swim. Come on. Yes. Right? So for men, they already know how to lead. Now, what does that mean, right? So there's this gifting that's already in them. Mm. The gifting of leadership is already in them, right? Mm. All this gifting. So how come people are having such a hard time uh, living that out? You know, they're living for it when it's already in them. Are you following mm-hmm. me? So it's it's very hard to understand that unless you look at what is going on in the world. For instance, if you go to work, everybody's trying to step on everybody's head to get up on the ladder, mm. right? Especially in the corporate world. Mm. Everybody is trying to do something, you know, like get ahead with information or or, you know, uh, not share information or, or ideas. And it's it's opposite of what God had created for the system to work. 
Wow, you know, the world that God talks about in Gen, uh, John 3.16 is that for God so loved the world. The world is cosmos, which means system. The system he's created, the dominionship that he created so that everything falls into place according to the way he designed it. So man's uh, role is to have dominion or rulership or stewardship of everything that he created other than the ones created in his image and likeness. And the moment we step into that choice, we step into trying to control people, mm. we have now, or I like to say, we are now malfunctioning Yes. in the system. We're actually causing problems. We're now violating what God said you're not to touch, mm. human beings. Now, not to touch as in not to control, mm-hmm. right? but you're actually to raise up human beings instead of pushing them down to get up. Mm. So when you're pushing people down and you're trying to get up on the ladder, you're missing the point. Mm. You're actually sinning. You're missing, the, you're malfunctioning. The reason is because the whole idea was to, to bring that leadership out of you, mm. that deposit is out of you. Okay, give you an example. Uh, there's always a tree and a seed. Yes. Okay, the tree is already in the seed. The seed, believe it or not, believe that it is a tree. Mm, come on. But if I keep that seed in my pocket for years and years and years and years, <laughs> the tree ain't coming out. No. Right? So what happens that you ask, why? Why is it like that? that what, what does it really look like in mm. real life? Mm. In real life is you have, you may believe, and you, you as Christians listening out there, you may believe. Mm. You may believe in the kingdom of God. That's your belief system. But there's still a process for that belief system to come out. Come on. Mm. That seed needs to go into dirt mm. <laughs> without sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> and that dirt is hard because it's heavy. Mm. It's rotting you. Mm. It smells, manure smells, right? Yeah. But something will pop after a while. Because why? The timing is correct. Not the environment, but the mm. timing. Mm. The timing will be correct because the process has begun. And once the process gets to that part for you to pop open, mm. crack open that shell, and then the tree starts to come up. Come on. As a little seedling, you know, little whatever. And then before you know it, it's a pine tree and it's a Douglas fir that's over 100 feet tall. And strong and mighty. That's yeah. for sure. But here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy, here's the revelation. You know, I love seeds. I love nature, as you know. In that seed, there is not just a tree, but a forest. Did you know? Are you are you following mm. me? Yes, yes. Okay. Come in on. Adam was not just one person, but there's like an entire human race. Come on. So in the seed, it's the same way. The way God created, you see the system now, how he mm. creates things? In that one seed is a forest. Mm. So how does that forest come about? When that seed knows its purpose and actually carry out the leadership that's in him, mm. that means the deposit, the deposit of the potential, mm. he actually live it out. And when his purpose is to generate a forest, mm. that the forest will then generate another forest, mm. then the system is working. Are you following me? So as man, when we are going out there trying to dominate people, mm. You're not generating anything. Come on, that's good. 
Because the, the reality is if you're able to raise people up, they will generate a, 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 an army of leaders that's going to raise more leaders up. Everybody has that leadership in you. Mm. <laughs> okay, so people often ask me, so oh, are leaders born or are they created? They're both. Okay, mm. you're born with a leadership in you, the deposit of God called the dominion. But at the same time, you need to be raised up mm. as leaders. And the only time when you get raised up is when you go in the dirt, <laughs> you go into darkness sometimes, mm. you're struggling. It's good. And then you start to self-reflect. Mm. The seed will not know that he has a tree in him unless it's self-reflect. And what does self-reflect mean in mm. real life? Right, Joyce? Going to your question mm. again. Self-reflect means you have to internalize and then have that vision to push forward. When you internalize, you will have a vision. You know, the seed has to have a vision to be a tree. If the seed doesn't envision itself to be a tree, it'll just remain a seed. <laughs> if you envision yourself as a worker all your life and you just want to go to a job yeah. and... You know, that's what society has, has really, uh, people, the broken world has really drummed that into our heads, right? Mm. Actually, it's called slavery. <laughs> it, you're not set free. Mm. Because why? You just want to, oh, your job is to go to school. I'm not anti-school, by the way. <laughs> your job is go to school, get a job, have a family, have kids, mm. grow old, and then go to heaven. Mm. Something's wrong with that picture. Yeah. That is not the system of God. The system of God is for us to raise up a generation of leaders. Come on. Question. You know, here, here's another thing. Sorry. Go ahead. Go I just, I, it's just in a thought. I was thinking about what's the difference between a politician and a statesman? A politician is just worried about the next election. Mm. A statesman is about the generations coming. Mm. So Word. that's why, Word. you know, why this world is so broken. Because if you look at all politicians, they're just worried about the next election. But if they become statesmen, they're thinking about a generation. So the question is, you know, when you meet your local mayor or your mm. MP, you know, I know I'll get in trouble with this, but, <laughs> but you know, it's, I'm just saying. Food like for if you meet, for sure. Yeah, if you meet somebody who is running for an election mm. yeah. and you just ask them, you just ask them, okay, what are your principles? That means rules that you cannot violate. What do you want to do for the generations, the children coming? Mm. I don't want to know about now. I want to know about 10 generations from mm. now. What is your vision for them? Mm. And the rules, that, the principles that you cannot violate. What are they? I want to know. There are so many people, right? You know, like in politics that want to run and get into become leaders. Mm. <laughs> but we actually need more leadership in politicians. Mm. So true. Wow. It's reality, those things. We can all agree with that one. <laughs> so, so the 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 the, the summary. Is, the summary is this: every brokenness we see on earth is because we are chasing dominion. They forgot that they have the dominion in them. They forget that the the tree is in them in a the seed. They're trying to chase a tree mm. when they are the tree. Mm. You yeah. get it? Wow! And then on top of that, they are the forest. They start. Look at everything. Look at everything in life. Yeah. When you talk about the broken world, why is it broken? Number one, they violated the law of God, which is 
not to touch another human created in the image and likeness of God in a sense that you are trying to control them dominate and them. dominate yeah. them. That's not leadership. Mm. That's dictatorship. Yeah. Wow. You were talking about the seed earlier, the seed needing itself to envision itself to be a tree. Mm. Is that the same or is that like different with us today when we set up goals, when we envision, when we have an aim to what we want to be, what we want to do? It's, it's just something that uh, I want to call it uh, the mentality. The mm. mentality is whether you have the right mentality or wrong mentality, whether you have God's mentality or you have your own mentality. So if you go out there and set a goal to buy a house, mm. that's not your vision. That's your ambition. Mm. Okay? Come on. So, but if you set out a vision to raise up leaders, now that's different. Mm. That is different. That's a different mentality. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, does that make sense? Like, it, you know, it, it makes sense. Yeah. So if you set your goal to just want to be, you know, oh, I, I'm gonna get a Rolex, or yeah. you know, and then my friends are all gonna right. look at my watch and go, oh, you're so successful. You know what you're doing? You're chasing mm. dominion. Mm. You're trying to dominate your friends, saying that I've got a better watch than all of you have. Right. How are you raising them up? Mm. How are you raising them up? Right? How, how instead of doing that, how are you raising them up? That's the question, you know? Or putting them down. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not putting them down. I just love good stuff. That check your heart. Why are you doing that? Why are you only wearing your Rolex when you go to extravagant parties? Mm. Why not you wear your Rolex every day and scratch it? <laughs> Oof. Like what is supposed to be a watch. <laughs> right? So um, I feel that it's a mentality yeah. issue, like, you know, like, and then the mentality has to be translated into reality. Mm. And how do you do that? That is the important part of having uh, a different attitude. It, so it's, it's a long, deep thing that you can listen to my sermon one time. But the, the idea, idea is like David and Goliath. Mm. Okay. I don't know. Do we have the passage where he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? First Samuel 17. 17. Oh, let's read that. Let's find it. I have the whole chapter actually, but we will go what directly it? to Maybe that. 26. It is, okay. That's, it's verse 26. What did he say? And I'm reading from the, do you have a preferred um, translation, Pastor? Doesn't matter which. I'm reading from the New International Version. Okay. So 1 Samuel 17, verse 26. David asked the men standing near him, What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now remember, David is a scrawny little boy, mm-hmm. right? Who has been in the you know, tending to sheep and goats or whatever. And he has a slingshot, right? He goes into battle and he's got a slingshot. Who goes to the battle with a slingshot? The guy (laughs) that's opposing, from the opposing team, he's got like a, he's 10 foot tall. He's got a shield so heavy, he needs two, three guys to carry it (laughs) for him. He's got a sword so big that he can chop, you know, I don't know, a tree down. Mm. And he meets this guy. So what's the difference between Goliath and David? You got to think. And I told you, it's mentality. Mm. Okay. One, 
Goliath looked at David and he must be wondering. Like, <laughs> he may be very mouthy, but his mentality is he's going, uh, if you read on, he says, give me my shield. That means something is about to happen. Mm. He's like, okay, this is, this is, in his mind, he probably he didn't speak it, but in his mind he's going, if they send this guy out, he must know something or he must have some skill. But because of the crowd, he had he, he was full of pride. He said, you know, who is this dog? I think he was calling him dog. <laughs> like, what's he going to do with that little pebble and a little slingshot? Right. Right? But the difference is this. It's like David's mentality is totally different. David's mentality is, I'm going to eat this guy for lunch. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. Okay? I'm going to chop off your head and feed you to the birds. Right? That's what he said. Yeah. So it's like, okay, to, to give you a good comparison, it's like this. If you go to the desert, of, uh, I don't know, Sahara or something. You know, you go to Africa. Mm. Okay, Kenya. And then you see, all of a sudden you see the safari tour. You, you see this, uh, this lion shows up and then he's facing the elephant. What do you think the mentality of the elephant is? <laughs> right? The mentality of the elephant is, I'm going to make myself look big and I'm going to run for my life. <laughs> okay? You remember, now remember, I, why am I using an elephant? Because that's like the size of Goliath. Mm. Yeah. Guy is like three times the size of, two, or Huge. at least yeah. two and a half times the size of David. Yeah. A seasoned warrior, right? Heavy, big, Goliath, and, and David is scrawny, small, short, yeah. and young, inexperienced in warfare. So you got this elephant that's big, giant, huge task, yeah? huge trunk. Yeah. Right? It's like one step and the lion's dead. Now, how come the elephant is going, I'm going to make myself look big and then I get the opportunity, I'm going to run <laughs> my herd because that's where I'm going to be safest. Yeah. Why is that? It's because of the mentality. The mentality of the lion is this. He sees the elephant and he says, yum, yum. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because he has been trained from small by his mom. That's good. That when you see an elephant, a zebra, a giraffe, all bigger than you, faster than you, stronger than you, smarter than you, you eat it. <laughs> okay? Mm. You see the difference here? Yeah. So it is an attitude thing. The mentality becomes an attitude. And That's the good. attitude is the belief system coming to fruition, coming into reality. So when it becomes a reality, it changes everything. Mm. So let me bring you back to leadership here. The wrong way for people to evaluate leadership is that you got to be the strongest, the smartest, the, right. the tallest, yeah. the fastest, that's all wrong. That's not kingdom leadership. Kingdom leadership is a mentality and an attitude. Mm. That I come from heaven and my father owns everything. And my job is to raise up leaders, not to conquer and divide and, and 
suppress people, but to raise up people. That's good. And when you go out there, and when you live out your reality, you live out the domain that's in you, the gifting that's in you. People will see you as attractive. Mm. You understand? That means, like for instance, Elon Musk and his electric car. Why is everybody like? At first, people are like, "No, oh, it's going to fail. It's going to fail." Everybody said that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody believes in his stock and this and that. But now it's trading like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It's over a thousand dollars, and he just recently bought Twitter, Twitter, Twitter for yeah. over fifty-five billion dollars. Now that guy is a rich, one of the richest guys. <laughs> he's, he's the richest man in yeah, the world. Yeah, he's two hundred and sixty billion yeah. or something. Dang. You know that that is not countable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a lot of zeros. Yeah. So so what's the difference between him and a regular businessman? Mm. Mentality. That's right. Mentality. He has this attitude that I'm gonna go out there and serve. He bought Twitter and he says I can make Twitter better because free speech is for everybody. Yeah. Mm. That you just hear him. That means if you try to control humans. Yeah. You're off limits. You're 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 doing something wrong. Mm. You'll never be successful. You're there to provide leadership by supporting humans so that they can have a voice to speak what is in their heart. Mm. Yeah. You see, that's why he's going to be successful. Are you following me? So, from the example of the lion and the elephant to David and Goliath, now to Elon Musk, mm. <laughs> uh, you see the similarity. Mm. It's a mentality. It's the attitude. And mm-hmm. so when you have that, when you have that and you share that and you go out there to raise up people instead of beat people down, you're following God's rule. Come on. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, 27. You are to have dominion over only all these creatures, but not the ones that walk on two, they're created in image and likeness of God. Mm. Human beings. You have to raise up human beings rather than push them down. Wow. Choice is shaking. My, <laughs> I know. I'm like sitting here and just taking this all in because, I mean, personally, even growing up, we, I've been placed in um, circles where there's a lot of leaders that are apparent. And you can really differentiate the ones that will be successful and actually have the the ability to actually guide a group. And then you have those that when you, when you were talking about that dominate over people, very top-down mentality, whereas... You know, the ones that succeeded and actually have gone far are very much from the bottom up um, kind of phase. And just thinking about it and how that actually plays a role and how biblical it actually is. You know, sometimes I used to wonder, Mm. I'm like, what makes this person different? Or what is it that they're leading in such a way where it, it puts you at an awe and actually encourages you and empowers you rather than being scared and like offish with them? And so now that I'm hearing this, it's like, oh, Light makes bulb goes sense. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it's, yeah. And it's done in a practical way. Whereas I would have never really read David and Goliath in that way. Yeah. Right. Where I guess also because the Bible stories as a kid growing up as a Christian, you kind of already have pre-programmed in your head that, oh yeah, David always defeated Goliath and you just have that mentality. But mm-hmm. to kind of now dissect it and actually look like, place yourself in a position where what was actually Goliath thinking at that time? Mm-hmm. He had, he had, as I'm reading right now, he had shield bearers mm. trying to come against this little young boy when Goliath was a huge dude. Mm. So like, just as you mentioned earlier, he knew something was up that this was different mm-hmm. and that this one was marked d- despite his size and what 
people thought and what he thought was in him, like he actually ended up <laughs> killing him instead. Yeah. So because you know the whole time for forty days, forty nights, he was taunting the Israelites. Mm. Yeah. And he was expecting they're gonna ship something out that's big like him, that's seasoned warrior like yeah. him. And then here comes David. I mean, it's like yeah, an elephant did. looking at a lion, so small. I could just tap on you, you're dead. <laughs> but why is the lion and why is the elephant running? Mm. Because it boils down to one thing, right? Mentality. And I think even something you said earlier, Pastor, about it's already in us. Like the whole tree, like the mm -hmm. seed seed thing where the tree's already in the seed. And even for David at that time, I can only imagine when he was tending to the sheep. I mean, it, it talks about it in the Bible where he was faced with the lions and the mm -hmm. bears and mm -hmm. kind of, mm -hmm. there is a process, mm -hmm. you know, even for those listening who went to like earth sciences mm. and remembers the steps or the phases of the seed where mm. it germinates and all that stuff. Like it actually has to go through that process in order for it to develop and grow and actually serve the purpose it was designed for. It definitely brings a, a fresh perspective when it comes to subject of leadership. Mm. And again, just going back to what was said after 26 and 27, uh, the verse in Genesis there, or even he went on by saying, be fruitful and multiply, yeah. fill the earth and subdue it. And found in verse 28 of Genesis 1, right? And I just thought I'd add how within that system, like we've been saying, I like how earlier we're talking about this seed, you know, using that as an example yeah. and touching on on mentality now where it all it's all connected, where there's that, seed being the word of God mm. and mentality that has to do with us no. constantly and consistently needing to repent. You know, what is not of the word, what is not of God, we subdue it and basically turn it around to what is the word. Yeah. So. And, and also <clears throat> in reference to churches, like, you know, yeah, we, 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 sure. miss, we miss the mark. We have missed the mark because Jesus came to raise up leaders. Yeah. Right? You think about those 12 disciples and people are saying, you know what? Those guys are like fishermen and, you know, guys that are not so educated. But it matters not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. ever, ever seen, look at seats and you look at seats and you go, you know what? That's, this seat doesn't look so nice. Da, da, da. Yeah. And that's why Jesus is, you know, faith is like the mustard seed. Mm. Yeah. People don't even pay attention to mustard seed. I don't know if you ever cook. I cook a lot and sometimes Very I use small. mustard seed for something. But people don't pay attention to it. But you can actually grow. Mm -hmm. There's a giant in a mustard seed. Come on. And Jesus saw that. Jesus looked at the tree instead of the seed. And he says, I'm going to draw you out. And so all these disciples got faith. drawn out through faith. Mm. They got drawn out. Mm. The tree. And he, he raised them up. To do what? To raise and to, to, to help other seeds have trees come out of them, you know? Mm. Like realizing, realizing there's a tree. The realizing part is the mentality that you actually have a tree in you, right? So, but what happens to the church I was telling you, church, is like, no, church has forgotten where to raise and draw out that tree out of the seed. We continually keep people in a pod Mm. and not raise them up. So when you don't raise them up, it's like, oh, I'm the leader. Mm. Okay. 
you don't you don't tell me what to do. Mm. Listen, I don't even want to be addressed as pastor <laughs> because my value is not in that mm. Come on. title. Mm. Yes. When your value is in titles and your value is in all those insignia and all those accolades behind mm-hmm. your name. Don't fail. Yeah, you've forgotten. You're chasing dominion. Mm-hmm. So you're no longer, your, your, your point is no longer raising up leaders, but just raising up yourself wow. by dominating other people. It's really sad. So, you know, I have this whole theory about last name and, I, you know, I could, I could go on into it. But mm-hmm. I've just been researching about how, like how even slavery started, you know, and how yeah. all these things. The but, slave um, trade. Yeah. But it's really, does that make sense, Josh? I was telling you about yeah. how, you know, really, um, you know, in, in a church setting, if you're listening and you're a church leader, mm. your whole entire being is to raise up another leader. Absolutely. That you need to ask yourself, how many leaders have you raised up in your church? Yeah. Mm. Or are you still the same leader for the last 25 years? Mm. <laughs> I think that's the nice, well, not nice thing. I think that's one of the most profound things that I heard even before when I was being mentored where, like, where exactly is your legacy? Is it in founded mm. in your title that you were when you were living? Like, when you die, mm. what is it that you would be known for? And I think shout out to my dad no but one of the things he used to tell us is the only thing he could actually teach us is those values and Mm. how we carried ourselves as people and how Mm. we how we serve people Mm. because you know i guess as an individual and before the way that we choose to love people and how that shows Mm. it would impact an individual for life and even that that kind of sparks the curiosity of what it is and then that kind of opens the conversation of actually this is what Jesus has called us to do and et cetera, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful picture now that I think of it on a grander scale that's not limited within, Mm -hmm. I guess, the church setting, Mm -hmm. but even just on a practical level where in our everyday life, how are we leading not just ourselves, but those who are looking at us? You know, sometimes there's eyes that are actually looking at us and we don't even realize that they're looking. Yeah. There is that, there is that calling there where wherever you may be, planted in mm-hmm. it's for you to work in excellence yeah. mm-hmm. and basically bring the three out of that yeah. whether yeah. company or yeah. that group of employees yes yeah. and excel from that yes and i think sometimes we get too caught up with performing mm. that that we forget that our performance is actually rooted back connected back to god's original design yeah and mm. Yeah. And with that, therefore, with that, we oftentimes we neglect even giving glory, mm. giving God the yeah. glory that He deserves because of the success that we have. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, you, you know, it's interesting how you talk about the environment and how you guess you know you've gone through that. Like if you're a seed and you've gone through all the manure and all the pressing, yeah. all that yeah. heavy duty smell that you're surrounded with, which is life. Yeah. Right. Like we've gone through. It. Listen, everybody is successful. You can ask them; they failed many times. Yeah. Stop focusing on their success, focusing mm-hmm. on how many times they fail. Then you understand how much it took for them to get. Like, you know, people yeah. once asked Michael Jackson, uh, not Michael Jackson, but Michael Jordan. Jordan. Right. Right? Like, oh, how come you shoot and every time the ball so goes in the hoop? He says, well, you, you should ask me how many times I miss. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> you know? That's right. And then you understand how I can shoot the, the ball into the hoop. But here's the thing, right? So when you have gone through that, when you have gone through that, wherever you're planted, 
as a seed, you know. Mm. Now you have to grow that forest. You you know, among all your friends, you're again to encourage them that yeah. you, yes. you need to share and say, look, listen, I've gone through this before, mm-hmm. but it is what it 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 is needed for me to get to where I got to. Because if you continually dwell on the negative, yeah, right? You know, oh, I gone through this divorce, or I gone through that, I mm. gone through bankruptcy and this and that. Yeah. But how come then you're now so successful and happily married? Mm. Yeah. Right? True. So you need to look at that and go give thanks. Yes. Because you went in that ground mm. and it was not comfortable. <laughs> it was moist, it was dark, it was smelly, it was heavy. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden something pops. Mm. You grow into a tree, mm. right? Jesus talks about mustard seed and a small mustard seed. I mean, it grows, it grows into a beautiful tree and the birds come and rest on it. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I, I hope that this is uh, helpful to all you guys hearing this. I, I just want to say, because in the beginning of this episode, you you kind of define dominion in four key principles. You talk mm. about mastership, rulership, stewardship and leadership i mm-hmm. caught that and i'm like we're only talking about the leadership mm-hmm. part of portion mm-hmm. so this is like this is just a scratch of yeah. the surface <laughs> at this point it's crazy and yeah. that's why i've been staring at pastor tom for a while too just listening yeah. but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you would like to continue to hear leadership episodes or even just as Josh mentioned, the other ship episodes, let us know at naturallysupernatural.life. And until next time, everybody, God bless. God bless. Bye.